Hello, this is Corey Lawson today. Uh, I will be talking to you today about uh, the uh, my area of expertise, which I consider uh, lifeguarding, because I do. The, I've been doing lifeguarding for four years now. Ever since uh, I've basically been able to uh, been able to apply for the position, I've been trying to be a lifeguard. I've certified twice so far. Um, today I will be talking about like the fundamentals and the basics of uh, the the lifeguard, the American Red Cross lifeguards course and certification. Uh, some prerequisites you have to have before taking uh, the written physical exam would be like a CPR certification, AED certified, uh, and then basic first aid. Uh, first things you got to know for like a physical exam, you've got to have a three quarter mile, three quarter mile swim uh, to just pass the endurance test. Uh, the endurance test you have four different strokes you have to know during that. The four different strokes would be five steps to be an effective lifeguard. Uh, number one would be taking a leadership position by taking responsibility. Uh, it's important to have good have good leadership skills. If not, just be a responsible person. Try to look after people. Uh, the importance of it is the safety of yourself and others. Uh, the rule number one to lifeguarding is uh, always is never be the second victim. Watch your surroundings and watch other people's surroundings for them because that's your job. Uh, step two would be uh, constantly scan, constantly scan your area of water and like the land area that's around. If you're at a pool or a lake, anything uh, wherever you're present and people, other people are present as well. Uh, if you're in a tower, like a lifeguard tower, and you're looking over a pool or another body of water, just uh, keep watch, keep watch of other people. Uh, if someone comes up tries it. Even if someone comes to try to talk to you, uh, keep your eyes on the water. Try to watch where people are and make sure no one's drowning or dying or anything. Uh, step three would probably be trust other guards. Have like some trust in other people and because uh, they've got your back and uh, you're not going to be the only one. You're the only lifeguard like on duty or anything unless you're taking like poor steps of not not taking responsibility, which is also kind of number step two, but uh, trust other people because you never want to go out there and do that alone and be held responsible by yourself. Of course, responsibility is an important thing, but always take another lifeguard with you or someone that's an adult that's certified or something. Uh, make sure to always have uh, be able to overlap and uh, scan over areas. Uh, be able to just look, in, look into different areas. Make sure you know all of your Make sure you know all of the crannies and stuff, nooks and crannies are to where uh, you can fall in or other people can fall in. Lead just into step four, divvy up task, which is important. It's also why you bring other people and trust in other people is someone to have different have different shifts and different uh, like zones. So like you'll have your one zone if you're a lifeguard and you'll be looking around. But then you also need to think of like you need to look for you need to be able to look like one zone. And if you have another person on like the other side of the lake or pool or like wherever anyone's swimming and you're, you're being responsible held for, uh, you need to have other people looking down on one side, but you guys need to have like overlapping areas to watch, not just you watching one at the whole area and the other person watching the whole area as well. Cause then you guys might get caught in the middle and it just might not work that well. So one, you guys need, or so you guys need to have overlapping areas, but you guys need to divvy it up and not have like all you guys looking in the same area because that's not as safe as having overlapping areas and you guys both concentrating on one area by yourselves because that divvies it up and it's much safer. Step five is know your equipment and your work area. 
so the different type of equipment you could have would be like uh different like life vests and other things uh life vests such as uh so the life vest uh there's five different types that I've always learned to use type 1 would be uh, the off the shore or offshore life jackets every uh over 20 pounds of buoyancy uh so they they're kind of different it's your regular just little vest life jacket you'd put on to go fishing with grandpa or something but uh if you don't know if you don't really know what that is it's just kind of it's a one buckled life jacket goes around your goes around basically your mid torso you put that on uh, a type two would be it has a, a one it has a two different it has three different floats one's in your back and two are on your chest the type two is a very important is a very important type uh it's somewhat safer than the type one but it can still have its own flaws uh it's a little bit safer it, it holds your tor- your lower torso instead of your mid torso so it keeps you very sturdy uh we move on to the type three the type three life vest is one of the safest type or life vests that are uh mainly because it's just a flotation device that it has five different floats. It's got two in the shoulder, one in the front, and or two in the front and one in the back. So that actually that makes yeah that makes five different uh, floats in it. Uh, it's the safest. It's normally known as a uh, kayaking uh, kayaking life vest, but its ri- original name is the Type Three. The Type Three has about uh, seventeen pounds of buoyancy. Depends what kind of brand you get, but these are the ones that are most effective uh, if you are distributing them for safety use uh type four would be the throwable device which is another personal flotation device if you see lifeguarding equipment they've always got their little red tube their uh their red tube that says guard on it that this is the type four it's a throwable uh you can throw it at, you can throw it at people in the water so they can grab onto it and you can pull them in it's a lot safer for the guard because of the step one or the uh the number one important rule of lifeguarding is never be the second victim that's a very important rule so if you throw that at them, that helps you keep safe. Uh, the Type 5, which is our final type, uh, it's special. Um, special use device must be used. Um, it basically, you don't have to use it, but it's a very important one. It's a inflatable. You pull it. Uh, they're often used on cruise ships, and they're used on different types of, like the military uses them. You pull in a little inflatable, and it blows up. The only bad part about them is they're easy to break they're much more expensive than a type 3 they might work better than a type 3 but they're more expensive and they have a more prone to break or anything type 3s are you're basically most reliable besides what a guard or someone else uses which is a type 4 but uh it's very important to know your equipment in your area your area you need to know where like you can fall in or anything or you know where you keep your equipment. I mean, that's also very important, keeping your equipment point clean and stuff. That's very important. But this has been my area of expertise, and uh, thank you for listening.